Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. It's Matt. I'm Dory. Welcome to the show. We're just two people who love to talk about skincare. Wrong podcast. What? Serums. Is... That's what I would say, right? That's how that goes? We're just two people who love to talk about Star Trek. Uh, I'm Matt. That's Andy. Hey everyone. Hi. Welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation, the world's premier Star Trek podcast hosted by Matt and Andy that comes out once a month. Wow. Yeah, number one on that chart. Tough competition. Well, there. you know, we, we, we fought them off. I think our quality uh, reigns uh, supreme. <laughs> not really. Happy we, are, that. we are bumbling fools and have not gotten better at the show, and that's part of the charm. Well, you know, we are. you and I are also not experts at this parenting thing. Nor are we experts at the in vitro fertilization process. Nor no. are we experts at uh, endocrinology. No, we are not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that's out of the way. Auga, time for the update horn. What? Yeah, it's a new segment I'm adding. It's called the Auga, time for the update horn. Um, that's the introduction to the actual horn that would play. Gotcha. And then we'd have another segment, which is the updates. Okay. Do you have any updates? Um, well, hang on, you're jumping segments here. Uh. Hang on. Let me just uh, get that going. Horn. Is this the word horn? <laughs> <laughs> Who is typing up horn to learn how to pronounce it? Google. Why am I clicking on images? This is not a good day. Guys, we are just uh, having a time over here. Oh, God. Wow. For those of you just joining us, hang on, uh, hang on. 
So that's the update, Horn. It's a very loud tugboat. Long. By the way, I love that 274,000 people have watched that in 12 years. Wow. Well, you know, when you need a tugboat, tugboat horn, that's where you go. That's the that's the premier tugboat horn a on, whole world on YouTube of tugboat YouTube. It really wow. there is there is an extensive amount of tele, of of choices there. Actually. Tugboat YouTube is a pretty interesting place. <sighs> Speaking of tugboat YouTube, what's happening? Well, we did uh, take your Henry to work day. We took Henry to work. That was true. Why was there a 65-car pile up in Virginia? Weather? Okay. Or not? Okay. Uh, was it honey, like snowing? Focus. Did it focus. snow in Virginia? Close YouTube. Did it snow in Virginia? I don't know. Close YouTube. Why? I'd like to know the answer. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we had Henry go to the work. He went to the Goldbergs. He hung out. Did some good Henry time. He was traumatized by the writer's though. Traumatized by the writer's room, as anyone would be entering a writer's room for the first time. It's traumatizing. Very. Also, they made fun of him, which was really mean. That's what people do in the writer's room. Yeah, but he's it not. It was Friday. But he's it not a time, writer. Not yet. It was time to be. It was Friday. You know, you get razzed for whatever you're wearing. That's the Friday thing over there. But he's not a writer he's and, an uh, eight-month-old baby put him on the table he was having a good time and then matt roller said uh uh when are you going to tatooine because he was dressed like he was in desert garb and uh everyone laughed which he wasn't everyone laughed and uh he started crying like a baby because he's a baby <laughs> he was so sad <laughs> He was so sad. He does not like loud laughter for someone who laughs so much. No. It's very interesting. He wasn't, he really wasn't uh, happy about that. I, I had to swoop him up and take him out of the room. Yeah. And to calm him down. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of the writers came out to personally apologize. They did. They did. I think they felt, I think they were chastened, <laughs> appropriately chastened. It was very funny. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that was good to bring him by. He got to hang out on set for a little while. You got to sit in your chair. Got to sit in my chair, watch the monitors. A little screen time for Henry. <laughs> Work screen time. Uh, what episode were we shooting? 16. It was outside, which was nice. Oh, yeah. It was during our body swap episode Henry was visiting. Mm. Um. So that'll be a fun thing for him to watch someday when he's uh, an adult. <laughs> I feel like he'll start watching the Goldbergs when he's like six. I mean, if we can even still access it. What do you mean? Who so, knows where it goes after this? It'll still be on Hulu. Oh, maybe it'll still be on television. Imagine that, season 14. Oh, God. <laughs> Back in the 80s. <laughs> Wait, it's the 90s now. We've been on for 14 years. Um, Barry's like 30. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, but if you want to say, just turn, tune, on, tune into Schooled. That's the nineties. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was. He's. It was nice. He got to see everybody at work. Very popular baby. He was very adorable. Um. And then I had like a bunch more work to do after that. Yeah. He took him home. I did. Uh, he lasted uh, what, like an hour and a half. Well, he was at he was at work. He was at your work for like an hour, maybe a little longer, hour and a half. So maybe like an hour. Um, and then I was just like, "Please don't fall asleep in the car on the way home," and he didn't. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, he came home, took a nap. Not a great nap, but he took a nap. He's he's on and off nap arena. I was hoping he wouldn't get sick. and like It looks like he's got a little bit of a runny nose right now. Yeah. I hope it doesn't turn into a full-fledged cold. That's the problem with going to work. You know, people. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was happening this weekend? I don't remember. I recorded some podcasts. Did some Star Treks. Uh, I took him to the park. You took him to the and park. And you came. I met him at the park. Mm-hmm. A lot of Bo and Henry time this weekend. And then you and I tried to do a puzzle together, which... I had to guess that puzzle's never getting finished. <laughs> well, it's too big for the board, which is a big problem. Yeah, turns out. So, and that's a big board. 
It's a giant board. But it's a enormous puzzle. Yeah, I didn't realize that when I purchased it. Yeah. It's a cool puzzle though. Yep, it's all of your Broadway hits. Yeah. Um The musicals, not plays. Right. It says Broadway, the musicals. Yes, it does. It does. And so there's no like death of a salesman or a few good men or Correct. But there is Kiss Me Kate. There you go. And Susicle, the musical. And Kinky Boots. And Matilda. And uh, Wicked. Oh, it's just so many hits. Uh, Oklahoma. uh, Carousel. uh, Fiddler on the Roof. South Pacific. uh, King and I. Miss Saigon. Peter Pan. 1776. Zigfield Follies. Brigadoon, really. Yeah, Brigadoon. Uh... Did you say Phantom? No. Phantom. There you go. That's all of them, probably. <laughs> There's a lot. There is. It was fun, but then I was like, oh, this isn't going to fit. At some point, this is going to be a problem. Yeah, and it's getting close to that point. Um, yeah. So far, we have, I would say, one and a half percent of the puzzle completed. <laughs> no, I think we've and more we're like, there for like an hour and a half. More, we have more like five percent. Worked on it together as a couple, part of my wife's love language. Yep. Matt, I dragged Matt kicking and screaming. First, he said, "Why don't you do the puzzle and I'll do something else in the same in the vicinity?" I was like, "I was gonna, I was, ha- I would have happily like wired that guitar next to you while you did that puzzle." So instead, he did the puzzle with me, but was kind of pouting about it the whole time. Well, look, she didn't want to start with the edges. She's going crazy trying to find the rest of Susicle or something. I'm like, we got to get the border built. Then we work in. Um, then she was chewing and it was dead silent. And guys, if you know anything about normal humans, they can't sit quietly listening to someone chew. It's like when I'm in the office and you're playing a video game and you have your headphones on and then you decide the to eat dinner. Of the no, no. You decide to eat dinner oh, at God, your desk. It's gotta be awful. And I'm like, what is that noise? And then I turn on your, Ugh, sorry, everyone. Please let me know. <laughs> I try to. Not to do that. Yeah. You just we should just both wear headphones around each other all the time we and talking just and just talking to microphones. Not eat. <laughs> just talking to microphones <laughs> and then you know, we'll turn the mic down when we're eating and then turn mm. it up when we watch That's a good idea. We're already practically only ever talking to each other with microphones. Wow, that's depressing. <laughs> Not that depressing if you're a Patreon subscriber. Patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Two extra podcasts every month. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for keeping us podcasting. Um, Thanks for letting us talk to each other for approximately an hour and a half more yeah, a month. At least. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much been it. I mean, we, I worked so much the last three weeks and then got off work and then had to realize I had to record five podcasts. So that's what I did all weekend. When are you going to be done with Star Trek? Never. I mean, Picard is coming out now. We're only in the middle of season five of TNG. Seemingly, it will never end. Oh, God. I was it's, afraid of this. That's just how it goes. I have an obligation to uh, all the face group members, all of the people who download us religiously, and I, and I don't like to not finish. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, tell- I'm not saying you shouldn't finish. No, we're going to finish. I'm just hoping that like Andy and I eventually get better, more uh, more alike schedules where we would somehow have like actual time. Yeah. But right now it seems to be we cram it into one weekend every month. Yeah. Luckily, you know, it's not every weekend. Mm-hmm. For for baby time. Mm-hmm. As my wife says. Why is it kind of family time? I'm like, I don't know when else to do it. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Uh, well, I told you it was going to happen. But we cut down dramatically. You did. You know, because of this baby slash our schedule. So mm. you're welcome. Thank you. And then we did like 45 minutes talking about the rise of Skywalker. So I'm I'm putting that out as a separate bonus podcast in our feed. Oh. Matt and Andy review the rise of skywalker okay and then the regular episode and if you're a patron like boom you'll get your marvel spider-man 
and your uh, Discovery season two, episodes one and two I watched. Oh my goodness. Oh, I have potted so much this weekend. And then before we're recording, all of a sudden there's like a new buzz happening. And I'm like, this wasn't here all weekend. And I'm like changing mic cables and changing like like where I'm plugging this mic in and changing microphones and changing cables and taking everything off my desk that could possibly send an electronic signal, shutting off Bluetooth devices. And then uh, Dory uh, goes, oh, you think it's this? And holds up <laughs> out of my view, right next to the microphones and the recorder, Henry's baby monitor, which we usually keep charging during podcasting. Um, anyway, we solved that problem. Yep, we sure did. <laughs> it's been a day, guys. And we have to pack. We got to go to New York. Yeah, we got to pack. With a baby. I have no idea how to pack. I, I don't either. I don't know what to do. We're taking the stroller. Whatever. It's going to be a happy Hanukkah. Anyone out there? It's the first day of yeah. Hanukkah was happy today. Hanukkah. If you're listening to this on Monday, it's the second day of Hanukkah. If you're listening to this on Thursday, happy Christmas Eve. Mm, Christmas Eve is Tuesday. Tuesday. Why did I say Thursday? No idea. Anyway, a happy Christmas to everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Merry Hanukkah. Happy Christmas seems to be a British colloquial. And Merry Christmas, for some reason, seems to be the American colloquial. Interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway. Enough about me. Um, just a reminder, you can email us at DoryMatt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. And our phone number is 413-461-BB. That's right, everybody. Please contact us. Give us a ring, a ding, ding. And when we come back for the break, someone who used the phone to call us up will be the first person we hear from. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. 
I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like well hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Well, we're back. Mm-hmm. And our first voicemail yes. is from a listener um, responding to uh, a signal that went out last week about preterm labor. Uh-huh. And so this uh, this listener wanted to weigh in. Hi, Mandori. This is Katie from Toronto. I'm calling in response to the listener who was concerned about the risk of preterm labor after uh, preterm delivery. Um, my daughter was born at 36 weeks. Um, that pregnancy was deemed high risk because I previously had two miscarriages. Um, but then with my son, um, even though she'd been born early, the the preterm risk never really seemed to come up, and he was actually born five days late. So um, I'm just one person that's sort of, uh, you know, nothing to base too much on, but that was just my experience. So hope that helps reassure the listener that uh, full-term labor is after a preterm birth is possible. Thanks. Bye. Okay. First, first-hand anecdotal evidence. I'm on board. Yeah. I love to know. evidence and anecdotes. Uh, thank you, Katie. Okay, this next email is, do, 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 do. is very interesting. Yes. Uh, it's from Anonymous. Yeah. It says, hi, Matt and Dory. Longtime listener here. I'm curious if you have ever heard about California Conceptions. They are a fertility clinic that create the embryos using young sperm and eggs. The program is less expensive because up to three couples can use the embryos. The cost is $15,000, and with that, you get up to three chances to transfer one or two embryos. You can also qualify for a guarantee so that if it doesn't work, you can get your money back. Hmm. We have struggled with male factor infertility for almost two years, and we considered doing IUI or IVF with donor sperm, but my husband recently told me he would prefer an embryo adoption over donor, donor sperm. Interesting. I have never been set on having biological children, but I do think carrying our adopted baby embryo would be amazing. The low cost, high success rates, and a quick process are very appealing with this program. Some people think creating embryos is wrong. Traditional embryo adoption can be an expensive, long process as well with no guarantee. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this and if anyone in the community has ever used California Conceptions. Another infertility podcast I listened to recently had a success story with this program, and I've read good things online. Thanks so much. Hi to Henry and Bo. Anonymous in a small town in Texas with 2,800 square feet, a husband, and a GSP puppy. What is a GSP puppy? Great, great super pup puppy. German short-haired pointer. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh God, this feedback's happening everywhere we go now. I mean, like in all honesty, if everyone can imagine the setup, I am surrounded by electronics. Mm-hmm. I am next to two giant rare earth magnets. Like my amps are to my right. Everything's off. Everything's surge protected. But like you never know what's going to cause a little buzz in the system. It's true. Speaking of buzz, what's the buzz on California conceptions? I don't know. I'd love to hear from people. Um, I I did a quick glance at their website. Seemed to be like not like a Squarespace place. I mean hard to say um i thoughts on embryo adoption well this is slightly different than than traditional embryo adoption how so because you choose they're, both they're no they match you 
but they're creating the embryo for you. So it's not, you know, it's not like adopting an already existing embryo. Correct. It's having a new embryo created. Yes. Uh, but the cost seems to be much lower than traditional yes. embryo adoption. Well, what it sounds like they do is they get an egg donor and they get probably a lot of eggs. Yeah. And then they make, excuse me, they make embryos from there and then they split them up among a number of different people. But, you know, when I read their FAQ, mm-hmm. something that was interesting is that you can't, you can't like buy a batch of their embryos. You can't say like, well, I know we want to have three kids. So no, you can't buy out of somebody's stock. Correct. Of embryos. Okay. You get, and even when you do the three guaranteed rounds, they might not necessarily, they're be not the same. They pay, definitely uh, won't linear, be. They, well, they won't be. So you, so you, you couldn't have biological siblings if that's something that's important to you. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't ever really thought about this, but it seems, you know, cost-wise, it seems like a, a, a great totally. route if you are looking to have, you know, looking to carry your child. Yes, I agree. I think you, ha- you know, you do relinquish some degree of control, it sounds like, because you don't, I don't think you get to choose the the combination. At least that was what I understood from, from the website. Interesting. But they tell you who the, like, they... They tell it like they what I think is how I think it works that they'll say to you, like, here's classic podcast experting. Here we go. Here's the embryo. These are the parents. And like, you know, they don't tell you who it is. But are you you DTT? Down to transfer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is it like that? Or is it like, surprise, these are the biological parents of your child? I mean, which way does it go? Is it do you know before? Or do you know after? I think you know before because I think okay. you can. I think you can turn down an offered embryo. Okay. Well, look, it seems to be a very uh, interestingly uh, cost efficient regarding as far as how much IVF can cost and how much like donor eggs can cost. A round of donor eggs is like twenty grand. So, right there, that's interesting. All, yeah. In and all, in, in and of itself. Yeah. I have no moral quandary with it. Me neither. I say uh, go for it. Yeah. But I'd love to hear from people if if anyone used Maybe them. if someone has gone through it with them, that'd be a nice thing to hear. Yeah. Um, all right. This was actually an interesting, This putting together this episode, I noticed a theme. There were a lot of emails about various- Because uh, it's the holiday season. What? It's the holidays. People are thinking about this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's going to say. A lot, of, a lot of stuff about like donor eggs, donor sperm, egg freezing. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, this next email is from Elizabeth. Maybe it's because of the winter. You know, the weather outside is frightful. So it's like, oh, it's cold. Uh, I have a question about freezing. Oh, Thank never you. thought about that. I just thought about it just now. Um. Okay. Elizabeth says, I found your show through Forever 35. I'm a makeup and skincare junkie. That's a great podcast. Check it out. They had some really good guests a couple weeks ago. They were okay. They were like the best guests ever. They were fine. It was a Friday. We weren't the main guests. <laughs> we were bonus guests. What? Weren't we like released on a Friday? No. Oh, we were the Tuesday regular show? You, you were the Thursday regular show. <laughs> Your show comes out on Thursday? Monday that, and why Thursday. Why about on Friday and Tuesday? No idea, but it doesn't. Do you record on Tuesdays? We record on Mondays. Where am I? <laughs> What comes out on Tuesdays? I might be thinking of like the ancient nerdist schedule of like how we would release episodes. Possibly. That's so weird. That is not the Forever 35 schedule. I would have bet my life that you guys came out Tuesday and Friday. Wow, it's a good thing you didn't bet your life. Good God. Because then you'd be dead. Or I'd just be working for someone else. What? Okay. Um... Yeah, so you guys were the regular Thursday episode. Nice. Good guests. Anyway, back to Elizabeth. I'm an only child and cannot stand children. I was telling my here, parents here. when I was in elementary school, I didn't want a sibling. Luckily, they only wanted one probably because I was so demanding. And I certainly didn't want my own kids when I grew up. I'm such an asshole. I stopped hanging out with my friends who have babies because I cannot do the whole baby thing. Okay. This is like radical honesty. I like it. I, I'm, I'm way aboard. Okay. What does this have to do with your podcast, you might be wondering? Well, I'm now almost 33. I have a very successful career and own a home. I'm single, and I'm not looking to get into a relationship. Fucking humble brags all around. 
I was first enthralled by your podcast because as someone who never wanted kids, I was quite fascinated by people who would pay to have a baby. My wife paid to have a baby. I just agreed to hand over the money. <laughs> bum Hi, folks. I'll be here. Uh, not all week. I gotta go to New York. Then I fell in love with your banter. It's so sweet and gives me hope. Maybe people in their 30s can have a successful and normal relationship. Oh, Elizabeth, if you think this is normal, I'm sorry. I'm beginning to wonder if I should freeze my eggs and find a sperm donor Mm. in five to seven years. The world is full of so many assholes, bigger than myself. I'm Mm. referring to the current political climate, but I won't go there. I would like to believe I would raise a kind and independent human who would greatly contribute to our society. Here's where I require your advice. When should I freeze my eggs? I know the younger the better, but can I wait until 35 or 36? 2,400 square feet, just me, a home gym, a home office, a guest room, a fenced-in yard, clearly plenty of room for a baby, in Springfield, Missouri. This email, this is like, I thought this email was amazing. You're like crushing it, Elizabeth. It went from- You have a home gym and a home office and a guest room? It went from, I can't stand children, I'm such an asshole, I stop hanging out with my friends with babies, to I want to have a child on my own and when should I freeze my eggs? I feel like we should adopt her. Because of our banter. We should adopt her. We've given her hope. We should adopt Elizabeth. Okay. And maybe we can move into her house. (laughs) (laughs) She lives in Springfield, Missouri. That's okay. I'm okay with the uh, Springfield Mazos radio station coming in. I don't think it gets picked up, by the way. I don't think it gets picked up by the microphones. Oh. It's that's, a Spanish language. That's so weird. I don't understand Guys, we radio frequency signals. Um, that's because you got master's degrees in nothing even remotely close to radio frequencies. That's true. Um, Elizabeth, I would I would freeze your eggs now if you can. You've heard the sooner the better because that's accurate. Yeah. Sooner the better. Do it to it. Now it's a crazy buzz. <laughs> and I don't know if it's our headphones or if it's the mic. Now I'm hearing the radio stuff. Guys, <laughs> I'm in like a fucking Faraday cage. There's so much shit around here. <sighs> You're basically an antenna. I'm basically sitting at the center of like every frequency, every wave, every... I'm getting bombarded with invisible radiation constantly. That sounds healthy. We all are. Oh, no. It's fine. Oh, no. Um. Anyway, so freeze them eggs soon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, enjoy that home gym. Yeah. Damn. Live your life. All right. This next email is from Anonymous, mm-hmm. who says, Hi, Dorian Matt. I've listened to your podcast weekly since the first episode, and I thank you for sharing your story, providing a platform for community support. I heard about your podcast from Matt on the Nerdist and Gilmore Guys. The first mm-hmm. story I heard about you, Dory, was from Matt talking about how Target had a 50% off holiday sale but didn't apply it to Hanukkah <laughs> items. Oh, that enraged me. Oh, that I, I slinked away from that. I'm hoping you can put out a donor sperm signal for me. See, I told you. This is like an episode. Okay, okay. Donors. I don't think that this scenario has come up before and any advice would be much appreciated. Mm-hmm. My partner and I purchased five vials of donor sperm a number of years ago from Fairfax in Canada and had them shipped to our local clinic in a different province. We Mm -hmm. used one vial in a procedure, and then life circumstances changed, and we did not use the other four vials. Each vial cost $750 plus tax plus shipping. Canadian dollars, CADs, or or American? It was a significant amount of money for us. I called Fairfax, and they said because we shipped them to our local clinic, we cannot return unused vials for a partial refund. We shipped them all at once so that we wouldn't have to pay storage fees in two different clinics and multiple shipping fees, which was also pricey. But now, maybe that would have been a better option in hindsight. Hmm. The two options our local clinic is giving us is to pay hundreds of dollars a year in storage fees or sign a consent form to destroy the vials. Hmm. If the vials did not leave a medical facility and they're perfectly safe, I'm wondering why we can't give them or sell them to someone else that might need them. I'm not sure if rules differ in Canada than in other locations, but if there are any options other than to pay to store or destroy, I would love to know. Our renewal comes up at the end of January, so we're on a bit of a timeline to try to figure this out. Thanks so much in advance. Happy holidays. Anonymous, 1,700 square feet. 
three-bedroom house with two adults, a dog, and four acres of land. Canadian medical waste rules. <laughs> Surely we have someone who is familiar. <laughs> the Canadian sperm signal has gone out. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Put down the Tim Hortons. Pick up your computer and type us an email, Canadians. I'm wondering if you... Oh, you did ask your local clinic and they said your options are to pay for storage or to destroy them. So there's no transfer, even if you did a quote-unquote free transfer to another couple? Yeah. And then did a backdoor deal for $750 plus tax? (laughs) That's what it sounds like. No, I'm just saying, like, could you do that? I I don't know. It sounds like no, but someone someone else who's more of an expert in this than me should you send two people in who look very similar to you and your partner with your ids oh yes now we're talking i mean well look we're gonna put the signal out the signal has gone out apparently don't have an answer not apparently we clearly don't have an answer for this i mean my guess is that these are your two options my guess is that your clinic is not going to relinquish these vials but they might and if you're worried about having them destroyed via a consent form, have you thought about just not paying? Yeah, you can do that too. Because then they kind of have to keep it. <laughs> yeah, at least they do in the United States. And then you have to like go, you know, and then when you eventually decide whether or not uh, you're going to use it, you just pay all the back storage fee. True. So that's 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 Matt Myra's secret third option um all right on that note look we're gonna, i we're, at oh, one point okay. in my life guys i had a five uh, my credit score was like 520 because the not paying secret matt myra option is often a risky endeavor <laughs> oh imagine that hey look i hit 800 uh, not long ago everybody yeah, all, all it took was time and a job look at that anyway. all right we're gonna take another short break Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We're back. Break was brief. I hope you enjoyed the word from our sponsors via our mouths. All right. We have now reached the baby travel portion of the podcast Mm. big worry hi matt and dory this is aubrey from atlanta i am in crappy traffic on the way to work and listening to this week's episode and had to pause the pod because i can tell the anxiety that you guys are having about traveling with henry across the country Um, and i'm just going to share a couple tips that helped me with my daughter elodie last week when we went to park city Um, She just turned 10 months old, but she sounds just as squirmy and wiggly as Henry is. And a couple things that I did that worked really well were um, forward-facing baby carrier that you guys guys just said we were going to do. Check. Um, Whereas before she let me keep the carrier on on the plane, that was not happening. So that thing came off as soon as we got in the seat. Um, I also bought uh, one of those snack traps with lots of puffs. So I probably sped her approximately 3,700 puffs through the course of our flight mm-hmm. from Atlanta to Park City. Check. Um, Get some bomba. I got a glass of wine. She got puffs. No, I got puffs. I also gave her the fruit and cheese plate, which she ate basically the entire thing of because my daughter can eat. Um, I got her two favorite books, and I used an old pumping bag that I had, one of those Sarah Wells pumping bags, and I put all of her toys in there. Make sure everything is secured with like a binky holder so she doesn't throw it or he doesn't throw it on the ground. Oh, that's smart. Um, sippy cup. I got those. Get a couple new little toys just to have that um, he's never seen before. And anything teething. Um, Elodie has like 700 teeth, so that was a big thing. Um, and then little finger puppets. I've also heard that window clings are good if you are on the window side. 
Um, hope that helps. Honestly, the best thing I did was my glass of wine about halfway through and buying a second seat for her. But it um, it goes by quicker than you think. He will sleep. He will crawl or try to. Don't let him crawl on the floor. That'd be disgusting. Um, but good luck. I can't wait to hear how it goes. You guys will be great. He will be great. And if all else fails, order a glass of wine. Um, oh, right. Atlanta. For Henry. 1,400 square feet I would like to add on, and they told me I can't because there's an easement, and it's like $300,000. So we will be at 1,400 <laughs> square feet with me, a 10-month-old, a cat, and a dog, um, and a lot of wine. All right, guys. Thanks. Bye. Have you thought about going up? Oh, interesting. A third floor mm. or a fourth floor? Oh. <laughs> Is there a height restriction? I mean, probably. Yeah. Um. What did you think of all those tips of the trade? I like them a lot. I, I bought a snack, a little snack dispenser thing today at Target. And I bought some puffs. I'm trying to think of what else we could do. I mean, really, I think I'll just have to bring a spare pair of sun glasses, eyeglasses. Yeah, he loves your glasses right now. Yeah. Um, I've also, I, I've been training him to eat from pouches, which he seems to have picked today. up. Today. And yesterday. Oh. Um, I got some toy leashes. Yeah, I saw those. thought that was a good idea. I thought you just got that when he lost Sophie. Um, I got them. Well, my friend Melanie recommended them for the flight. Mm. She got them for, for her son, who's the, almost the same age as Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have those. I have some new toys for him. Mm-hmm. And the carrier... I don't know. Well, this also might be his greatest screen time adventure of all time. Yep. Kid's going to finally enjoy some cartoons. Mm-hmm. Or not. We'll see what he wants to do. Yeah. Really, he's in control of our lives. Yep. He truly is. And he doesn't even know how to walk. <laughs> uh, he can't speak. No. Nope. He says, Dada. Indiscriminately. Not, not because he's saying, Dada. <laughs> Just seems to be what he says. Yeah. The funniest thing in his life is Bo's tail. Yeah, I think anything Bo does is very funny yeah. to him. Like t- today, we we're sitting on the couch together, and he, and he, Bo was trying to sleep, and he tapped Bo on the leg, and then Bo looked at him and started licking his lips, and he thought that was hilarious. Oh, that means Bo was anxious. The, the, Henry thought it was hilarious. The dog was anxious. <laughs> oh, poor Bobo. Oh, Bo. Ugh, well, Bo, nothing. He's going to have the best vacation of all of us. Yeah, he He'll is. He'll have the house. Him and Mary Jane will have the house to themselves. Yeah, his favorite human. They'll just have pizza and watch The Mandalorian. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Oh, you're right. I'm jealous. I wish I could stay with them. That's a weird thing to say. What? That I could stay with the dog walker and the dog? <laughs> yep. And watch The Mandalorian? <laughs> Yep. I mean, really, it's about the not moving and not yeah, traveling anywhere. It. All right. Look, you can stay with us, too. Oh, okay. Thank you. We'll just put Henry on the plane. <laughs> okay. Just have an Uber sent we'll to say, pick him up. We got a lap infant ticket, but didn't say whose lap he had to be on. <laughs> hey, folks. <laughs> um, all right. Renee wrote in to say, I was listening to the current episode. Had to pause to tell you about Baby Quip. That's babyquip.com. Baby this is like funny things babies say. No, I think it's like baby equipment. Oh, I see. I used it when I traveled and couldn't recommend uh, it more. Baby equip. I get it, with a, but it's why baby equip. Mm-hmm. They deliver it to wherever you need and pick it up as well. It's not overly expensive and it beat having to carry something extra on the plane. Safe travels, Renee, a new homeowner of about 1,200 square feet in the Inland Empire. Congrats on uh, Southern California home, Renee. Yeah, that is exciting. Uh, baby equip. This sounds like a... Sharks, have you ever traveled with a baby? <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, and, you, and like you have your friend come in and bumbling with all the stuff, <laughs> and they drop it, and you go, oh, oh. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful, I know you He's know. He's like, can you license this? <laughs> okay. Baby quip. Interesting. It sounds like you popular destinations i don't see somehow i oh there it is new york is on there i think it's you it's basically like airbnb for baby equipment like you're renting it from other people but like it's kind of brilliant like look at this like i could get 
all this stuff thanks to people like Sofia Sato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, car seat, all this shit. Is there a baby Brezza involved anywhere? Oh, <laughs> great question. Uh, car seats, strollers, cribs. That's it, right? Car seats, tro- strollers, and cribs. Mm. Do we, is there a crib at the place we're going? There is. Oh, well, that seems nice. It yeah. worked out. Yeah. We're bringing our big giant stroller. Everybody, get ready for that. Another thing to lose. Although we're flying direct, so. But we have before flown direct and lost our stuff at JFK. You know, it doesn't come for two days. That's true. So. Well, I think if we gate check the stroller, there's much less chance that it will get lost. Yeah. But that means we have to lug it through the airport. Oh, my God. And we're almost out of Star Trek miles, so we're going to have to fly like regular people soon. In fact, we're not almost. I think we're done. I've wasted. All of the miles are gone, honey. We've used them. Oh, no. Although I do like the feeling of when we try to go and they're like, ah, we're boarding first class. And I'm like, uh-huh. We just happen to have a baby with us. I have all these miles. Move. <laughs> anyway. Uh. So long. Status on Delta. I have a baby now. Wow. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we've reached the pump up the volume portion of the podcast. You know, if I wanted a Costco Sanira next convertible car seat, it would be $8 a day. Those are very uh, portable car seats. If I wanted a Graco Snug Ride 30 infant car seat, it would be $12 a day. I want someone to be like, so into this baby quip. That they have decided to buy a bunch of... I mean, this is essentially this the is, fake app from your book. I was going to say, <laughs> that failed. The fake app that failed. Because <laughs> in my mind, I was like, imagine like a storage unit full of baby stuff. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, no, that's in Dory's book. <laughs> they had a storage unit full of carriages. Or uh, strollers, rather. Yeah. Uber for strollers. That, that, was, that was the pitch. Well, time to go on paper. What about all these encouragement apps that are now available? I mean, they're all literally the same thing that I wrote in my book. I know. Dory, it's... you invented a lot of apps. I did. <laughs> and instead of making money with them, you wrote a book. I know. <laughs> Should I just invent some more apps? I guess so. Dory's next book will just be apps. <laughs> um. All right. Melissa says, I had to pause the pod and Don't say Don't forget, that... you can purchase Start Up a Novel. By Dory Shafrir, available true. on you Audible. Can. You can listen to it. You could, uh, yeah. You could buy a paperback if you'd like. Yep. Just go to you Amazon. Read it on Kindle. Get it on the Kindles. Mm-hmm. All those things. Thank you, honey. Thanks yep. for the plug. Sweet plugs. All right, Melissa had to pause the pod and say that Pump of the Volume is also a seminal movie of my adolescence. How I used to own person? it on VHS. I think I'm the same age as Dory. Okay. So maybe it is just relevant to our micro generation. Yeah. I mean, we have a DVD of it that was out of print that I had to track down. I know. That was very sweet of you. All right. Here we go. This is David. Love the show. Had to pause the pod and pull over to call. I'm a little behind, so this might be too late to back up Dory's assertion that Pump Up the Volume is the greatest film for a very narrow generation. Although I'm a little older, and I probably shouldn't be as into it. Uh, it has special significance to me since it was filmed at my high school, oh. August High in Santa Cruz, California. The two of you obviously should take a road trip, a short road trip. <laughs> out there. Uh, you could check out Mark's house. It's only a couple uh, blocks from the school, or hike the school's cross-country trail Ooh, that, uh, that uh, Mark drove down in his jeep. Or uh, uh, hey, you know what? Pause the pod recording. Go now. Honey, it's nighttime. I was thinking about seeing what Greg was up to anyway. Should we just go to Our Santa, Santa Clarita Korea? friends, the Cromers. Bo, you're in charge. <laughs> Bo, watch Henry. <laughs> We're going to see the locations of Pump Up the Volume. Um, that's I mean, where that, if it was shot at my high school, I'd, I'd probably have That's a where that school shooting just was. That high school. I, I. Way to bring it down. I'm sorry. Well, you know, Karate Kid Part 4 was shot at my high school. Karate Kid 4 was shot at Brookline High? Correct. Karate Kid 4. 
I can only think of one, two, and three. I believe Hilary Swank was in it. That's the next Karate Kid. That's not Karate Kid 4. Oh, my God. Guys, I'd like to apologize to my wife for for my wife's miss. Yeah, sorry. The next Karate Kid. <sighs> you really scared me. I was like, I don't remember Ralph Macchio in a Karate Kid 4. No. Next Karate Kid. I remember him in Cobra Kai, the YouTube original series. Um... Yeah, because yeah. I was like, three, I believe, was in Japan, where Miyagi's rival Sato was there. Sato! Um, yeah. Four was Hilary Swank, the next Karate Kid. I didn't know they shot in Brookline. Yeah, they did. What an exciting did. adventure. It was exciting. I mean, they shot it over the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next Karate Kid, if you look on IMDb, it says filming locations, Brookline, Massachusetts, USA, high school interiors and exteriors. Wow. Yep. I mean, that's worth a watch, I think, for you. <sighs> yeah, probably is. Do you think Lou has ever seen it? I don't know. You should ask him. You should text him right now. I, I You know what? Well, um, also, it was shot while I was in high school. Well, how did you not go get Hillary Swank's autograph? Because it was shot over the summer and I was at camp. <sighs> Parents. <laughs> Geniuses. Uh, Henry's probably old enough for camp now. Should we send him this summer? Some sort of baby camp? Uh, yes. What about the youngest baby ever go to camp was? Um, well, you know, in Britain, they sent kids to boarding school when they were like four. Yeah, it's boarding school. It's not camp. Yeah. All right. More more people weighing in. Lindsay says, okay. On Pump Up the Volume? Yes. I was, Jesus. I was born in 1985. Uh-huh. I enjoy Pump at the Volume. It's not the greatest of movies, but I enjoy it. Correct. I don't remember how or when I saw it, lol, but I like a lot of 80s and 90s movies. I've never liked a lot of the mainstream movies. A lot of cult classics on my shelf. Thanks, right, Lindsay. Lindsay. I mean, if you can admit that it's a cult classic and no one normal likes the movie, then you're good. Hey, Matt and Dory. My name's Meryl, and I had to pause the pod and call in about this hot pump-up-the-volume conversation. This podcast has been hijacked. I was born in 1984, and I'd say I had two awakenings for pump-up-the-volume. One was for Leonard Cohen, and one was for Christian Slater, both of whom drastically changed my lives for different reasons. Uh, my sister, who was born in 82, was obsessed with and would rent it from Blockbuster. And I would sneak into her room and watch it with her because I was definitely not allowed to watch it. And I had no idea what was hitting me, but for an angsty 10 or 11-year-old, it my ass blew my head. Oops. Sorry. What that? You're watching a musical? I still. No. Wait, hold on. I got to back up. Me, Sorry about that, everyone. 10 or 11-year-old, it blew my tiny mind. Um, I still love it to this day. I still get chills when I hear that Leonard Cohen song. Anyway, um, sorry to blow your theory, but that movie changed my life, and it's amazing. And Matt, you're wrong. <laughs> um, I don't have kids. I don't want kids. I listen to this podcast because all of my friends have kids and it gives me real insight onto what they are dealing with and some compassion and empathy and makes me a much better auntie. And I bought a house in Richmond, Virginia. It is 900 square feet. I live by myself and I'm currently looking to adopt a dog. All right. Have a good holiday season. Bye. Thank you. You brought up the trailer. Yeah. Were you going to play it? I don't know. Okay. I'm just like curious. Is the Larry Cohen song in the trailer? Yes, it is. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. If you think about it, everything's polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uh, 92 FM tonight, and it feels like a nice, clean little band. No one else is using it, and the price is right. Are you listening to this? Yeah, of course I'm listening. There's 
nothing to do anymore. And all the great themes have been used up, turned into theme parks. So I don't really find it exactly cheerful to be living in a totally, like, exhausted decade where there's nothing to look forward to and no one to look up to. He's got a pirate radio station. Nobody knows who he is. I, I could be that anonymous nerd sitting across from you. And you turn around, and he just looks away. He never looks back at you again. This is a song for the 90s. Welcome to Dorena Central. May I take your order, please? Yeah, I want. That was deep. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited, like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. I know you. Not your name, but your game. Come okay. to me. <laughs> Everyone, if that didn't get you to want to watch the movie, <laughs> nothing will. Uh, <laughs> all right. Listen, I, I love the pump of the volume portion. What of the is podcast. the name of that Leonard Cohen song? Everybody knows. Mm, makes sense. Do you know the first time I heard that song? When? King of Kong. Oh. Just full of quarters. All right. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. I just did a little pause the pod in episode 257. Um, I feel you, Matt. I miss when the internet was fun, and it's just where you went to uh, go to E-Bomb's World and watch zigzag videos, and thank you for the little dance party in my car to Numa Numa. I, uh, I needed that in the middle of this dreadful um, holiday season. Don't get me wrong. I love it, but I work in the service industry, and I feel like I'm never going to sleep again. Uh, anyway, love you guys. Thank you for keeping it up, and I hope you have an awesome new year. Thank you. Bye. Wait, Ebon's world still exists? Yes, it does. Wow. I didn't know that. There's like, there's not new content on it, is there? No, there is. Oh, boy. The <laughs> aftermath of a 63-car pileup on Interstate 64 in Virginia. Ebon's world. Wow. Well, what was it? What caused it? I don't know. Let's see what E-bombs, E-Bombs World, world tell has us. to say about it. Fog and slick roads. All right. So not snow. No. Wow. Well, All right. E-Bombs World, you've really done it. You know, it was, it was kind of like a proto BuzzFeed. Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, oh, my God. The new test. The roads accelerate so quick, it almost looks fake. A proto-BuzzFeed and a proto-Reddit, almost, you know? Well, you know, I think the internet uh, took all the good ideas and corporatized them and drilled them all into the ground and um, left us with the... Oh, I don't know. Just... A terrible form of the internet. Wow. People also search for the Chive Live Leak. <laughs> Reddit, Nine Gag, and Yahoo. Oh, and fifteen more. Cheeseburger Inc. College Humor. Oh, the, Fark. The per the people who own Ebon's World also own Cheeseburger and Know Your Meme. Know Your Meme is a fantastic website. Yeah. Homestar Runner. Oh my god. I loved Homestar Runner. Oh, Homestar Runner. You were the best. Okay. Did you ever see Homestar Runner? No. You never watched Homestar Runner? No. Ready? Cartoons this guy made with his Nintendo. Everyone loves the host star runner. He's a terrific Everyone athlete. Loves the me. I'm a terrific athlete. A strongest man in the world contest. A sweet dog, you know I'm all over it. Exercise, Bob Bob. Let me see you pour on that exercise. That strangest man in the world contest okay. ain't gonna win itself. I love Strong Bad. Wait, Strong Bad's probably gonna show up. He's the bad Big guy. Bob, all right. Bob. I feel uh, great. Can we? I feel Some people today. like this. I bet I could lift 50 stringiest man in the world contest. There he is. Oh, look, the cheat. If it isn't the big, fat, yellow blob and pom-pom. Hey. Wh- wait. With Strong hey. Dad and the cheat. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, I miss it. Okay, we have one last email. Okay. From Elena. It says, hi, Matt and Dory, avid listener and Disney fan. We're finally pregnant. Pregnant. You know, you know how I say, like sometimes I say, deleted. No. I do sometimes, and it's, it's from Strong Bad reading emails. Oh, that's cute. Email makes money. Strong Bad email gets paid. Dear Strong Bad, what would you do different if you could do it all over again? Totally not getting old. Richie Z. Canada. Wait, you're not related to Coach Z, are you, Richie? Or Coach Z, as you Canucks call him? Oh, Coach Z. That's way cooler. I'm going to start calling him that, too, and maybe he won't suck this so bad. This is like South Park. your pal, said no. Ben. Yeah. All right. Okay. What would I do Honey? different? Honey? Well, well I've can, never can we, actually made a Can we get to the last email? Can you stop? <laughs> Strong bad emails. Okay. Dolly dead. All right. It's his lappy 486. <laughs> We're finally pregnant from our first FET following a four-year journey of unexplained infertility, which finally culminated in a diagnosis of high sperm DNA fragmentation. Everyone out there who is unexplained, please get that checked, even if your oh. doctor doesn't think it is a thing. We used Pixie and a Zymot on our IVF round, and we think it made a difference in our outcome. <clears throat> Not P-I-X-I-E. P-I-C-S-I. Yeah, not like pick. I just didn't want oh, to yeah. mm-hmm. use pixie dust. Yeah. We're going to Disney World for our baby moon in the Speaking spring. Speaking of pixie dust, Tinkerbell. We aren't newbies, but would love to know your top five restaurant suggestions as we trust your expertise. Notice she does not say AJ's expertise. Well, look, you know what I'm going to say right now is get yourself a breakfast at the Contemporary. Hold on. We're oh, staying sorry. at the Contemporary, if that helps. It does. But we'll be going all over the world that week. P.S. We couldn't have b- picked out a better name for your son ourselves. Thanks so much, Mr. and Mrs. Henry. Nicely done. Uh, yeah, so do breakfast at the uh, at the at the at the Mickey. God, what's it called? Do Chef the Mickey's, Mickey. Chef Mickey's. Do the character breakfast. Get in there. Those waffles are coming out hot and constant. It was the freshest food we had at Disney the entire time we were True there. True story. Uh, if you really want to make it special, go to Albert and Victoria's. That's the fanciest restaurant in all of Disney. That is at the Grand Floridian. It's right across the Seven have Seas you ever Lagoon. Been there? I've never done it myself because I never have such times. Uh, and you know how I feel about Canada. I love Canada. It's right next to England too, in the uh, Shit World Showcase. So I think that the uh, little pub there that they have in England good for some fish and chips. And if you want a bigger meal. Get a nice steak over at uh, Le Cellier. Get the poutine. Oh, that World Showcase. What a hit. And there's a bunch of new restaurants down at uh, Saratoga Springs. Disney Springs. Disney Springs. Why do they call it Saratoga Springs? That's one of the hotels. Oh, thank you. Why do I know that? Oh, AJ. Uh-oh. <laughs> do not go to Yak and Yeti. Yes, stay far away. Don't matter what unless, AJ tells unless you. Unless you want to yak. She might say the firecracker shrimp is the best thing there. It's the it's worst, the worst food thing on the I've planet. ever had. <laughs> but I did eat a lot of the rice. The rice wasn't bad. Uh, it was fine. I hope that that uh, helps her. Me too. That quick rundown. Yeah. But yeah, that character breakfast is dope. Agreed. You get to meet the Fab Five. <laughs> oh. All right. Anyway, you can support us on Patreon if you want to get some extra episodes, up to two bonus episodes a month, uh, patreon.com forward slash excellentadventure. We're going to say thank you to our patron supporters and a special thank you to anyone at the $5 level and above because we're going to read your name right now and thank you personally. You also get the back catalog of Patreon episodes if you want to sign up now and see what the hell you've been missing. Uh, You can do that. Uh, So thank you to the following patrons. Laura. Bradley Johnson. Kristen Anderson. Narantha Balagopal. Ashley Meller. Elise Dayton. Jenny Fick. Lynn Nugent. M. Upcher. Sasha, a CPA. <laughs> Claire Dealey. Joanna Reinwald. Kaylee Hendrickson. Satish Pillalamari. Michelle Chudzinski. Lauren Kay. Holly Purpura. Karen Perelman. Sir Reginald Pennybottom. Maria Bishop. The Byersees. Eliza. Wendy Fick. Nancy Olson. Christina. Rob Bine. Bain. Bean? Yeah, I always said Bean. Okay. Ashley Wager. Anna Appleton Clayton. Uh, Jennifer Simon. Gita Drury. Amanda Schramm. Mara Fass. Katie Joyner. Andrea. 
Olga Zilstra. Rebecca Dawson. Katie, Dawson. Katie Combs Pritchard. Madeline Deathlefs. Mary Messick. Elliot Anaya. Laura Schultz. Carrie L. Jane Ennis. Chad Wynn. Danny Shav. Danny Cav. Tiffany Stevens. Uh, Laura Bennett. Jennifer T. Brennan. Mary M. Deanna McLean. Deanne, oh, Danielle Nuziforo. Jackie Spaniola. Uh, Melanie Bronbeck. Jordan Hamesley. Samantha. Brian Gusky. Sarah Lauer. And Shauna Mandel. Thank you, patrons. You've been patroning, and we appreciate you. And just a reminder, we are off next week. We're off next week. Don't try to search for a new episode. But the and beauty of that is the week after, we'll be back with stories of how did Henry do on a plane. Yeah. You don't have to tweet at us that we did forgot he, to upload the hurl? episode. Which is very likely because I have forgotten. I've put up the wrong episode about oh, 12 no. times. <laughs> Somehow we still have listeners. I don't know how I do it. Meanwhile, I'm still hearing some radio. <laughs> Me too. I'm hearing some Mexican radio. Oh, okay. Good song. Bye, everyone. Bye.